Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. Good morning, this is Mike Ragsdale with 30A Radio. We are here uh, broadcasting this morning from Fonville Press right here in Alice Beach, directly on Scenic Highway 30A. And I'm very lucky to have Dr. Bart Precourt of Balance Health Studio in Seagrove, also an Alice Beach uh, resident. Uh, you can learn about Balance Health Studio at balance30a.com. Uh, Dr. Bart, as he is known, earned his doctorate uh, in chiropractic uh, in 1997. He later studied Chinese medicine. Um, today, he utilizes a combination of uh, chiropractic procedures and acupuncture and nutrition and dietary supplements and soft tissue techniques to help people achieve um, health and wellness and, well, balance in their life uh, so that they can achieve uh, the maximum potential of of health and happiness. So in addition to, though, being an, an avid yogi, Bart is also a public speaker. He's an author. He's a personal trainer, a fitness trainer, and a mixed martial arts enthusiast. But ultimately, I would say he's a, a, a knowing him personally, I, I think he's a healer uh, at, at, his, at, his, at his core. And uh, so it's an honor to have you here today, Dr. Bart. Man, well, it's an honor to be here. I'm like, I need to bring you around with me. Have that, in, have that intro everywhere I go. <laughs> it's pre-recorded. So. Um, that but was nice. Thanks. Thank you. You know, yeah. well, look, today I would say anyone who looks at you would say you are probably a picture or a model of perfect health. But from what I understand, that wasn't always the case. Tell me a little, about, uh, a little bit about your youth and your childhood. Yeah, well, thanks for the compliment. And it's, it's the truth. It, I didn't always have a lot of health. In fact, I was probably on the other end of the spectrum. And that's probably what drove me to be so committed in what I'm doing today. Right. If I was to just rewind for you, when I was a little kid, I suffered from severe asthma, allergies, and acne mm-hmm. all the time. And as a little kid, especially as someone who wanted to be real active and be outside and play with my friends and stuff, that was a nightmare. Yeah. And, and I had the experience of, of going through my mom and dad. They absolutely loved me. So they brought me to all the, the best of the best that they knew of. And that was within their wheelhouse of, of trying to help the little kid who had asthma and allergies and acne all the time. Um, and we fell short, way short. Yeah. Yeah. And so, in effect, in a lot of ways, you were misdiagnosed. I mean, you know, by the system. I mean, you were even having, you had to give up your dogs, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. your animals and your, your beloved pets because yeah. of that's what they said you were allergic to. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, and again, uh, my parents did everything they could with the knowledge they had. And when I was suffering with such bad allergies, the doctor said, well, you got to remove the thing that's causing the allergy. And at the time, it was crystal clear that when I was petting my dogs... I would have allergies, and next thing I know, on several occasions as a young child, I woke up in the hospital, full-blown asthma attack, and I'd pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, the missing point there was that we missed the idea of making me stronger to handle the effect of having a dog in my life. So, yeah, we, we ended up getting rid of our dogs, thinking that if we could get rid of the thing that's causing it or... The, the, the problem, per se, right. that it would make me better. But we never did. We never made the young boy Bart any stronger, never made his immune system any stronger the whole time. Okay, so you kind of had a, in some ways, a life-changing event. You're a rugby player at the age of 19, mm-hmm. and whatever young athlete and parent fears, an injury. 
Yeah. A bad injury, too. So a bad injury. So tell yeah. me what happened. So I, I was playing rugby, beautiful sport, lots of fun, and, it, you know, and you take your bumps and bruises as a result of playing it. And I took some bruises, and I injured my back one day. I can remember it crystal clear. I was up in Connecticut. It was in March. The ground was frozen. We're playing Yale. I got hit while I was on the ground, and I couldn't get up. And I was fine with pain, but I couldn't get up because I couldn't move my legs. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up with a partial paralysis um, from my belly button down. So to kind of give you a picture, picture yourself 19, you're in college, you got a couple things on your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. (laughs) And now everything from my belly button down barely worked. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was going through a little life crisis as a young man, and my mom brought me to the best of the best in the, for what she could do in the time, and we went to the hospital, and we got all the tests and the x-rays and the MRIs and all that stuff, and they shut me down, essentially, and said, you know, you're done playing contact sports, lifting heavy weights, take some of these, go home, and rest in bed, and, you know, and come back and see us in a couple of weeks, um, Fortunately, I've got a real strong mom, doesn't take no for an answer, mm-hmm. and um, we drove in the other direction. We went to a chiropractor, and Mike, I swear this, to this day, this, when I said, Mom, where are we going? And she said, we're going to a chiropractor. I said, why are we going to that quack? Right. I, I had no experience with chiropractic. I knew nothing. I just knew that that was kind of in... Fringe like the, element. The, the, yeah, <laughs> the fringe element. And she, she said, doesn't matter. We're going. Yeah. And we went. So I go to a chiropractor, uh, present all my symptoms, and you know, we, we test. There's a bunch of stuff, and I'm 19. I'm not really paying attention. I just know I'm in a lot of pain, yeah. and things aren't working right. In fact, I probably would have handled the pain if the things were working right in my body. Right. Yeah. So I had two things in my mind. I want to get back on the rugby field, play with my guys, right, my teammates, and I want to do the other things that 19-year-old boys do. Right. Uh, neither one I could do. So chiropractor tells me real subtly, real simply and calm and says... No big deal, Bart. You have some misalignments in your lower part of your spine, putting pressure on nerves. We've well, got to get the pressure off of those nerves and allow time for the body to heal by itself. We've got to get some of the inflammation out of there and restore essentially normal function. And more than likely, you're going to be just fine. Okay. And what was the result? So on day one, so I walk in there being carried by my mom at 19, okay, I walk out of there on my own power. Not out of pain, but I walk out of there on my own power. Two weeks, I'm back on the rugby field. Wow. Probably shouldn't have been, but I was. Yeah. And that opened my eyes to something, quite frankly, that I, I, I was never even looking at. And that was, that was how about the, my health? Yeah. I took it completely for granted until I lost it. Well, I have to confess that I'm a lot like you and that, you know, I was raised in a pretty traditional environment and, and pretty uh, stuck to the basics, you know, when you, you were in pain, you took a couple of Tylenol and, you know, plowed through it. That said, I was suffering from pretty severe back pain uh, uh, not too long ago and uh, was not familiar. I was certainly familiar with you because I've met you locally, but someone said, you got to go see Dr. Bart. And I did and, and didn't really had never been to a chiropractor or acupuncture or anything like that. And so uh, the results were startling and, and almost immediate and, and amazing. But beyond the results, what really fascinated me about my first encounter with you, as opposed to a traditional doctor was that in our conversations, you seem to be pretty realistic in that, hey, you're not going to live the perfect lifestyle. 
So let's say, Mike, you drink too much. You, you're out socializing. Did I say that? Yeah, I think that might have been your diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> but a normal doctor probably would say, Mike, you just need to stop it. That said, I think you had a little bit of a different approach to me as you said, okay, well, that's part of your job. You're out at these charity events. You're doing these things. Um, that's okay, but you need to understand that if you're doing this over here, you need to compensate that by doing this over here. And so it did strike me that really balance, and I know that's the name of the, the business, the Balance Health Studio, but really does strike me that everything you seem to preach in your practice is recognizing how to strike a balance yeah. in your life. Yeah, and that and that sometimes it gets a little tricky. Just kind of like the the dog thing when I was young, getting rid of the dogs wasn't a balance. I just had no dogs, and I, I'm right. an animal lover. Yeah. So that that didn't actually nobody won in that scenario. So in in your situation, I, I understand you. I know your profession. I know the things that you want to do and are required to do. So if I'm going to help you, essentially as your health coach, I got to find a way to within your means mm-hmm. to make it realistic for you to live healthy along with what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I, I contribute some of that back to my first chiropractor who, he knew my lifestyle. He knew I was a rugby player. The other folks, the other medical professionals I went to, told me to stop playing rugby. If you had taken that away, you would have taken a piece of my heart away. Yeah. That was my camaraderie. That's, that was my identity. I loved every moment of that. And I mm-hmm. recognize that in people I see every single day. I'm not going to take away the very things that they love. I might advise them that maybe we can back off on a glass or two of wine here or whatever it might be. But the idea is to try to strike some kind of balance and, 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 and the best we can set realistic expectations with the current lifestyle that you have. Right. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if you ever saw the show Northern Exposure years ago, but there was, a, there was a, a, a Jewish doctor from New York and he finds himself as the town doctor. And I remember one episode where there was also a, a shaman, you know, in the village. And he was treating the patient at the same time that the shaman was treating mm-hmm. the patient. And so uh, it become, kind of became a little bit of a competitive thing because I think he resented some of the advice that the shaman was giving the patient. And he was giving them, you know, traditional medical advice. And the shaman was giving them spiritual advice and things like that. And I remember at some point it came down to a confrontation. And the shaman said, you know... Joel, let's admit it, you know, really what we do is whether you're giving Tylenol or I'm giving a spiritual answer, we're, we're getting, we're setting the patient's mind at ease while the body does most of the heavy lifting. And, and we're here to help uh, set the patient at ease. To what degree do you think that's true in life? I mean, do you? I think it's point on. Um, I'll never make the mistake, and I think it is a mistake by healthcare practitioners to say that I've healed you, I've healed anybody. And I appreciate it even when you say that you reference me, you think I'm a healer. Um, I know firsthand that the body heals itself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that gives me so much enthusiasm and so much faith that everyone can heal, no matter what their issue might be, their diagnosis, the problem may be, because there's a lot of higher power stuff taking place that created these bodies. And if we give them a chance to heal... They can do miracles, quite frankly. We see it every day. So I really see my role, and really as a healthcare provider, I, f- I feel that all of our roles are almost like a health coach. We're facilitators. We really mm-hmm. are. My tools, chiropractic, acupuncture, nutrition, counseling, headspace, you name it. Whatever I can give you 
help your body heal. That's yeah. the that's the plan. So, what do you think the modern health system, and and, and in particular the American I'm health careful system? Careful here, Mike. Well, this is a big can. What does it get right? <laughs> yeah. What does, what does that, it get right? What does it get right? Oh. What does our system get right? I tell you what we got right better than anywhere else in the whole world. Our emergency health care system is second to none. It really is. Our ability to help someone that's been damaged in a car wreck, our ability for crisis care, absolutely second to none. Um, I, people ask me all the time, if you, you know, if you cut your arm off, you're going to get an adjustment? After they sew that thing back on, yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to a chiropractor <laughs> to sew that back on. Right. I'm going to the closest emergency room. And here in the U.S., of the professional men and women that we have, everywhere from the people driving around in the ambulances to our, our to, to the people sitting in the ERs, we've got that right. Okay. And, and that needs to be edified a little bit more than we probably do right now. And so I'm guessing that we also do a few things wrong. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest um, strategic error that we're making right now in, in contemporary healthcare? Mike, you are setting me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So uh, I don't know if... I'm not going to call it wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to say that there's a different philosophy. Okay. And I don't think that it comes necessarily from the healthcare providers, okay, much as I do from the pharmaceutical companies that are essentially hypnotizing us, teaching us that we are, we should expect and should only be looking for immediate quick fixes with the least amount of effort from us. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's a dangerous philosophy, and we're in it. We're headstrong into it. You got a headache today, you shouldn't have a headache. Get rid of it tomorrow. You got a stomachache, I got one better for you. Take this before you have that crappy food that would cause a stomachache. <laughs> we are getting the symptoms gone before they get, but we're still interfering with the way the body functions and breaking it down more and more. And that, that's when I say danger, it's a rabbit hole. In that philosophy of, we're not supposed to have symptoms. It's just wrong. Our body talks to us with our symptoms. You get a fever, what's it saying? It's trying to cook something. You got pain, it's saying, slow down, Mike. You're tired. What, is it, what, do, you, what do you think you should do when, you, when you're tired? Mm-hmm. A question for you. Rest. Sleep, Whoa. Of course, yeah. Whoa, you mean you're not supposed to take Red Bull? So effectively, you're saying that these pain indicators are a dashboard on the car, and if you're, 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 you know, if you're running low on fuel and you're not seeing the indicators, let me ask you this: as silly as it sounds, let's just say you're driving your Jeep down the road and the red light comes on in the car. Would you go, whoa, pull over to the side, pop the hood, find that little wire that goes to it, and cut it just to shut it off? Would you ever do that? Right. No, because that would be silly. You'd be you'd be going thinking to yourself, man. I wonder what's really going on in there. Maybe I should pay attention to the red light. Okay, absolutely makes sense. Yep. So, um, one of the things that I remember in a, a visit to you, uh, we were talking about infrared saunas, and I actually, uh, my wife and I have an infrared sauna. Been using it for years. Love it. I mean, it's it's a fantastic thing. Like but glowing. I remember, huh? You look like you're glowing. Yeah. They- yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, 
it is the health benefits are pretty uh, fantastic. Gets the heart rate up, etc. That said, I remember. Well, I remember you said there are two other things that we should all be doing, but mm. I don't remember what those two things are. So there are certain things that uh, you do the infrared sauna say for twenty minutes a day, twenty five minutes a day. Yeah. But I remember you telling me there were two other amazing things that you wish everybody in America could do. What were those things? Yeah. Do you know? So there's two things. There, there's three things. And I remember that conversation, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, I always say it behind closed doors, so thanks for bringing it out. <laughs> yeah. There's three things I think that if we all had access to them, right. could make a world of difference in our daily function and the, the way that our body is regenerating for the future. The infrared sauna is fantastic. It soothes the body, allows deep, deto- deep detoxing to take place in a way that's not stressful for your body. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's as if you're sweating from the inside out without the stress of sweating. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal therapy. Number two would be a hyperbaric, change, hyperbaric chamber. And now that's the one I say is on the wish list because it can get a little pricey. I suspect in the future we're going to see it available for everyone. And what that does for us, it highly oxygenates our cells. All of this stuff we talk about, inflammation and poor food and toxins and stress, really what happens on a micro level is we're getting less oxygenated cells that can carry less nutrients, oxygen, hormone, hormones all back into the body. Mm-hmm. So hyperbaric chamber is huge. Pretty much every professional athlete is using one right now. And then the third is I'll just call it an ice tank. They have these phenomenal old school athletes who get off the field and go sit in an ice bath. It immediately reduces the amount of inflammation that the body is going to produce and lets the natural pathways happen easily without needing to take medications. Those three things... Mm. That right there is an anti-aging protocol right there. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. a little pricey. Yeah, you can, I, I do suspect you're going to start to see that, and I might be, be, I might be the one who brings it to the table. So I think the saunas you know, are, are pretty accessible. I mean, you know, I, we, we got ours off Costco, I yep. think, and had it yep. delivered to the house. You know, I think the, the others are a little pricier right now. Yeah, they can be. Yeah. A, a lot yeah, pricier. Yeah. 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 Um, so... And at the uh, risk of setting you up to answer with the word balance, you know, I hear all of these things I'm supposed to do every day. And I don't just mean from a fitness. I'm talking about I'm supposed to floss. I'm supposed to do my stretches. I'm supposed to yoga. I'm supposed to do sauna twice a day. I'm supposed to do, you know, certain dietary things, exercise, all of these things. How does one, if you add up the amount of time, I think that it looks like all of these things take you know, I'd have to be awake for 37 hours a day in order to accomplish everything. So how in our real business and daily family lives, how do we strike that balance? What, how do we find the things that are going to be the most effective for us individually? That's a good question, Mike. And I think what you're saying is that, all right, I'm, I'm thinking about making a change and it can be overwhelming. Where do I start? There's a little bit of anything and everything. And like you said, it could be overwhelming. Here's the thing. There are fundamentals that have to take place, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it simple, and these would be the areas we have to start. We have to sleep. We have to sleep naturally, about eight hours a day. And here's why. You heal when you sleep. We call it, in yoga, we call it yin. In our science world, we call it, call it the parasympathetic nervous system. That is the rest and digest. That's where our creativity, our love, our compassion comes from. So first fundamental, you do what it takes Create an environment for sleep. That becomes a first and foremost. If you've got aches and pains and stress and anxiety and depression, a lot of that is all caused because of our poor sleeping cycle. So sleep first. 
Okay. Number two, and here's a fun conversation no one really has. We got to poop. There's not enough easy elimination taking place. If there's two things, Mike, that should happen for every human being on this day, on this earth, no matter what age, race, nationality, anything that are natural and common to us all, we have to sleep and we've got to poop every day. So at night we sleep to heal and detox and in the morning we should eliminate properly every day. So those should be our focuses. That by itself would change our life. The third thing which for me, and I think everyone would agree, is a life changer. we got to smile more. We really do. Mm. Smiling elicits a biochemical reaction in your body for healing. Our lives are so intense that we can go an entire day, and I see it every single day, without smiling. If we forget how, just have a couple kids around. The younger, the better. They smile all the time until we tell them to stop giggling and stop laughing. <laughs> right? We try to harness that stuff. we got to eat. We got to sleep. We got to poop. We got to smile. That's that's the that's where we start. That's the secret recipe. And you're doing those a... things anyways. Mm. So those are not in addition. Those are things that you've got to do anyways. Let's just make them better. All right. So in conclusion, if we all, I think there are a lot of people out there that suffer from poor sleep or sleep deprivation. If you're offering. A, a couple or a few practical tips for getting a good night rest. What are some of the biggest, most practical tips you can offer someone? First thing, your environment, Mike. Your sleeping environment needs to be your castle, your sacred castle. So that, your bedroom, your bed, a couple things. Dark, cool, quiet, comfortable, must-bees, okay? No interference, no bright lights, no computers, no laptops, no iPads, no cell phones in that room. And I understand why I have some moms and dads out there that need to keep their phone because, around because they're kids. Okay, but it needs to be in a silent mode or somewhere away from their head. So the environment first needs to be pre- prepared so we can have good sleep. And again, I'll repeat those. It needs to be dark because that elicits our, our brain to say it's sleepy time. It needs to be cool. Our body temperature changes at night. It needs to be quiet so we're not activating because you can't plug your ears, so we need to quiet that down. So we remove all the interference and provide an environment that prepares us for great sleep. Well, on that note, uh, I think that is fantastic advice, and I want to encourage anyone um, who is in the area. You've Unquestionably, if you live here, you've heard of Balance Health Studio uh, in Seagrove. It's been an institution here since... Uh, I don't know, for 10 years uh, or Just more. about 10 years. Just, Just about, about 10, 10 years. years yeah. And uh, Dr. Uh, Bart and his wife, Kelly, um, really are two of the most important healers uh, and, and health professionals in our community. You can find more information at balance30a.com. Thank you, Dr. Bart, for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, of course. Yeah, and thanks to uh, Alice Beach and Fonville Press for having us in uh, this idyllic setting here on Scenic Highway 38. Listen to 38 Radio uh, for more great shows, more great music, and uh, thanks again, Dr. Bart. Thank you. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 30A Radio. Brought to you by The Growler Garage. With 40 craft beers on tap, just steps away from the beach. Located across from Ed Walleen Beach Access at the corner of 393 and 30A at Santa Rosa Beach. Grab a growler. GrowlerGarage38.com.